Welcome to the Swim Swam Breakdown. Coming to you from Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Coleman Hodges after night three of the 2022 World Championship Trials for the United States. I'm joined by Ben Dornan. Ben, initial thoughts on night three. Yeah, it was going going pretty well for the whole session. Uh, some exciting swims and then last heat of the night, um, world record, which if, if you were watching the live stream and I don't know like how it was playing um, actually at the pool, but Michael Andrew actually teased after the 50 breaths that he thought that there was going to be, um, or maybe it was after the hundred fly that he thought that there was going to be a world record in the 50 back. He actually made that call right before, obviously after um, Hunter had an American record in the morning, um, he was clearly looking good going into the final and, and he pulled it off and, and became, I think, the second man under 24 seconds ever after Kolesnikov. And then right after uh, Justin Ress became the third. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a crazy 50 back. You had Hunter going that 2371. Um, he said in his post-race interview that NCAAs wasn't a great meet. There was some stuff going on with the Ohio state team and he just did, didn't seem like he was in a great place. I've also talked to his parents and his coaches and they say it's like pulling teeth to get him to try to swim yards and actually, uh, <clears throat> you know, fully commit to yards because he's just much more of a long course guy. So I think we knew that, that this was going to, this kind of a swim was going to come, but I don't think we saw this caliber of swim from him. Um, he was also very adamant about saying that he really wanted to prove that last summer wasn't a fluke. Making that Olympic team wasn't just a one-time thing. Um, and I, I think he's done it now at this point, like you said, Justin rest 2392 for the third fastest man ever. And then Shane Casas 24 double O for the fourth fastest man ever. This sets us up so well for the hundred back tomorrow. Is Ryan Murphy even going to make the team in the hundred back? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. It's obviously for every event, there's a lot riding on it, but, but for now, it seems like Justin Ress is in the most interesting position because we know that Kolesnikov won't be at um, World Championships. So, so if you took Armstrong and Ress and you put them in the 50 back, they would be the only people in the field at World Championships under 24. They'd be they'd be the favorites there. But well, we know certainly, from this... there's certainly one two in the world right now as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we know from the selection criteria that the only way that rest gets onto the team is if he wins the hundred back, which even if we say, will Murphy or, win, or get second, right? That that's what we're not so sure about. If he gets second and someone other than Armstrong wins, then the person who wins the hundred back gets that second 50 backstroke spot. So if, if Murphy wins the hundred back, then. Oh, 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 sure. Sure. But, but if he gets second, the hundred back, he makes the team. He makes the team in the hundred back. Yeah. 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 But I'm just saying the only, the only chance that he has to get a spot in the 50 back as the second fastest, um, the second fastest in history in terms of people that are going to get the meet, um, rides on the hundred back. So, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, because he's not, he's not a sure bet for top two in the hundred back, um, by any means with, with Armstrong, Murphy, Casas, you never know who else. Yeah, I don't know if anyone is a sure bet for top yeah. two as Hunter back, right? Because you have those four just all clumped together at this point. We know Murphy has the 200 already, and we he's the world record holder, obviously. But, you know, Shane, Shane 
Justin and Hunter all have the speed. Hunter is a self-proclaimed back half swimmer. I'm really excited about that race tomorrow. Uh, and then we saw women's 50 back where Catherine Burkoff carried her NCAA success over us open record, American record, 27, 12. Reagan Smith also under that American record 27, 25 and Olivia Smaliga tied her own American record and best time 27, 33, which again, sets up great race for the hundred back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You have kind of the, the sprinters in Smaliga and Burkhoff who are going to come from the 50 to the hundred. And then you have Phoebe and white Phoebe Bacon and Ryan white, who, who made the 200, obviously. Um, and they're going to be coming down. Ryan White had a, had a, I think she was fourth in the 50. So she's kind of been solid in both, but um, Phoebe didn't actually race the 50 at all. So, um, so you have the four of them. And then obviously Reagan Smith, who is world former world record holder, made the team in the hundred last year. So I don't know if they all have an equal chance, but it seems like all five of them have a shot on the, on the, in the hundred back tomorrow. So that I think both the men's and the women's race is going to be really, really interesting to see. All right. So, so out of those five women you just named who, who pick one, who is a surefire in your book to make the hundred back tomorrow. I think Reagan, I think even though she's been relatively off in the 200 back for the last two years, she hasn't shown the same relative weakness in the hundred back yet. I don't think, um, I don't know. I mean, I I don't, I don't actually know if anyone's going to be a 57 in, in the hundred back. It doesn't seem like that's a sure bet, but, but if anyone does get under that 58 point, um, I think it's going to be Reagan. I think she'll, she'll, she'll take it, but, but behind her, I, I really don't know who to pick. I agree. I think Reagan would be a safe bet for top two, the safest bet for top two. You know, I, I think yeah. she will make it. Um, it seems like she's having a decent meet, especially with that speed in the 50 back. So yeah. I, I think she can do that. Uh, we saw three American records tonight, 50 back, 50 back and 50 breast with Michael Andrew, who, again, we had two people go under the previous American record. Fink was also in there, but Andrew just got the touch through and hundreds ahead of him. Um, so, so like Michael had had a pretty quiet meet until tonight. And then he tripled swim hundred fly 50 breast 50 back and made the team in two of those events, 50 breast hundred fly. Um, he will probably swim the 50 fly because of how selection procedures work. Uh, because Dressel was the winner and he also, you know, blah, blah. uh, and then he's still got the hundred breasts and the 50 free. I, I can almost, I can tell you with tonight in the media room, He's like, yeah, I've got hundred breasts and 50 free left. So he's not okay. swimming the 200 IM. Um, but it, it's looking good for him because those two events I would say are his most solid events. Yeah. I think that makes sense because the 200 IM is before the 50 free on the last day. So I think considering, you know, you have, you have Brooks Curry coming up in the 50 free, there's a bunch of guys that, that are going to be competitive in the 50 free. So he's definitely not a sure bet in the 50 free. So I think it makes sense to to take that, that 200 IM off just, I guess for this year. Um, cause he's also not a sure bet in the 200 IM, you know, you, do you see Michael meddling at worlds and the hundred fly? In the hundred fly. I think if he makes the team, he has a shot, you know, Dressel's definitely the favorite, um, to win gold, but, but 
we were all surprised when no no way ponty i don't know how to say his name I've never yeah said it that, that's correct no way ponty um medal there wasn't really a, a clear favorite for that that bronze medal uh, dressel and, and milak were probably the presumptive favorites to get top two but i think that the, the third place is still kind of um pretty open right now and and it'll be overall worlds is going to be a weaker field than the olympics um so i don't know if that'll specifically hit the 100 fly the men's 100 fly but but i think getting onto the the, the u.s team for michael andrew would would get him in the running for at least a bronze medal maybe second yeah he has yet to win an individual world's medal and i think this will be his world's to get that to accomplish that feat um whether it is in 50 breasts 100 fly 50 fly 100 breast or 50 free geez five individuals that's even though three of them are 50s it's a lot of swims for michael but yeah i I think he can get an individual medal in at least one of those yeah i'd say his best shot is the 50 breast because that's the event where he he might face PD, but PD's less of a threat in the 50, I'd say. And then no dressel. So many fast old dudes. You kind of never know who's going to, what 35 year old's going to come out of the woodwork. But uh, so mo- moving on, we got, we had some other interesting swims tonight. Um, Claire Curzan and Tori Husk made it in the 100 fly to really, to no one's surprise. They both went 56 low, which, which was nice. Uh, let's say it, Carson Foster. <laughs> he did it <laughs> broken the, he did it he's broken the curse right he did he, it 409 uh, he cruised he cruised a prelim swim which he even said in his interview tonight he was like yeah it felt pretty weird to uh to like back off in a prelim swim <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah went 409 hit off. He, yeah he he was tied or he was like really close to chase at the 300 and fink was just coming for both of them right um, so it was a really great race. Yeah. He stayed poised. He was able to actually have a good bat uh, last hundred and bring it home. Um, think 27, four coming home. Yeah. Next fastest. Yeah, we, we didn't get that think, um, that think final 50 on the first night. So he, I guess wanted to do something here and, um, it makes sense. You know, it's only, it's not only a 400, but it's less than a 1500. So he had that speed and that power at the very end and um Kalish is obviously talented all around but freestyle isn't his focus so that was the place to get Kalish for Fink Fink how do you you say his last name Fink Fink yeah um and he almost had it I was I was watching and and he almost got him but but Kalish pulled through I thought it's funny that like he, he, he was seven, one, Bobby Fink seven touched seven, one hundreds behind Chase Kalish. And you heard the crowd go audible. Oh, because everyone thought that he was going to pass Chase. And, uh, it looked I, like he I, had, but yeah, yeah, like I, that's not a knock against Chase or anything. I think everyone was just like, he's going to pass him. He's going to, Oh, um, it was pretty funny, but I think people don't, always think of him when when they think of the 400 im and he certainly hasn't had a swim like that in the 400 im long course but it's like you know ncaa champion in that event um national champion in 2019 in that event where he ran down the foster brothers (laughs) in in similar fashion um so it was cool to see him have that swim and it was cool to see chase kalish make another team in the 400 IM after, yeah. uh, after we kind of thought he might be done with that event. 
Yeah. If there's one thing Chase Kalish can do is make the team in the 400 IM. <laughs> this guy yeah, was good to see. Uh, the, on the female side in that event, Katie Grimes had had the swim that I think at least her and her team knew that she could have. If, if, if we recall, um, she at Olympic trials, that was the event that she kind of thought her and her coach kind of thought that she would make it in, or she had the best shot in, and then she didn't even make the final. And so then they kind of had to reassess everything. Um, 436. Okay. I was confused. We had a, we had an article up for like 10 seconds that said it was a world junior record. Do you know the story behind this? Yes, that was my article. It was a mistake <laughs> that I made. We were talking in, in the chat and someone said, I think that was a world junior record. And I said, no, because Summer McIntosh swam a 429 um, at that meet before trials. Yep. And then we realized that that is probably not going to be ratified. It's not on the FINA website, but um, Mio Narita's from, I think the day before Summer's, me and Narita of Japan swam a 4.36, um, but a little bit slower than, than Katie Grimes 4.36. So, so Grimes got under the what's on the FINA website as the world junior record um, okay. pending. But the wrinkle that we didn't realize was that at Canadian trials, McIntosh swam a 4.34. So uh. she, the 4.29 doesn't count, but, but even though it's not on the FINA website, Canadian trials will get, um, will get ratified more than likely. Um, why isn't the why wasn't the Canadian meet? Why doesn't that count? I, I don't think that they they actually came out and said it, but I think that something about the doping protocol is is our theory that that they like it wasn't of the threshold to get ratified. So um, even though she showed that and it counted as a Canadian record, which is interesting. Um, right. But they have different different protocols, I guess. So um yeah, Grimes didn't, she was under the current official world junior record, but once McIntosh's 434 gets ratified, um, that'll, that's faster than Grimes. So, but still, still an incredible swim. 436 down from a 441 um, best time and making the team bouncing back well from the 800 freestyle where she was fourth overall. Um, that was great for Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was cool to see her make the team again, especially after. <laughs> missing in the 800 free missing in the 200 free. I mean, it was very similar to her Olympic trials where she completely missed in the four IM and then had that amazing mile. She got third by like, you know, not that much. She was catching Erica, her teammate, Erica Sullivan. Um, and then she came back on the very last day and made it in the 800 free. So it was cool to see her make the team in a similar way there. Yeah. And she'll still have a shot to make the 1500 again. Um, Erica's not there. So she, she's second seed and the only, only person other than Ledecky under 16 um, in the heat sheet. So, so yeah, she could be looking at two events, neither of which she even swam in Tokyo. So, so it's a pretty good situation for her. Looking good for the youngsters. I can't believe the Sandpipers have put three girls on the team again, two repeats, but yeah, then they have Claire, Claire Weinstein, in the individual 200 free who's like i think she's barely 15 i think she's very recently turned 15 yeah she broke a 13 14 national age group record in january 2022 so she was 14 at the beginning of this year just turned 15 and is already like fourth overall um third or fourth in the 15 16 age age rankings yeah pretty pretty wild that she will be swimming individually in budapest um 
so couple of people who will not be or who scratch for tomorrow. Paige Madden scratched the foreigner free. She didn't make the team. She announced that she has Hashimoto disease. Um, and she's been struggling that with for, for quite a while, which, you know, affects your energy levels. It can cause fatigue. It can cause depression. Um, she said in, Insta- in an Instagram post that she hadn't really felt effects from it until this year. Um, but it, you know, it sounds like it can really take effect, um, when it does, uh, were you kind of surprised to see this after her performances this week? I don't think that I was, I mean, I was surprised to hear that this was the reason because I've never heard of this disease and like, wouldn't have made that connection, but, but I wasn't surprised that there was kind of a reason behind this. You know, she's been pretty, pretty consistent, um, in, in terms of, of performing, um, at meets like this. And, and she's definitely been better than, than she was in the 200 free. Um, she did the, the 200 free and what, what, I don't, I don't remember what she placed, but she was, she was off where she's been in the past. She was in so. the B final. <laughs> yeah. In the B yeah. final. So um, I, yeah, I'm not surprised that there's, there's a reason it's just, uh, it's always sad to see people not make the team and like just miss, but it's, it's, it's even sadder to see people miss the team when it's kind of out of their control and, and a reason like this, um, just too bad, but I, hopefully she'll, I don't know. She still has time to, to try to make a comeback next year or something, but um, yeah, yeah, it was too bad. Yeah. And I think this makes sense, especially with the way she was swimming. Um, Like we said, she like, I think she qualified ninth or 10th in prelims in the 200 free and then dropped all the way to 15th in finals. Um, She did seventh in the B final. And so, you know, again, that kind of shows that fatigue. Um, not able to maintain or sustain um, performance throughout the day, but it is a bummer to see that, especially since she had such a great um, Olympic trials and, you know, medal at the Olympics was a great big part of that women's four by two free relay silver. Um, And, but uh, yeah, hopefully she's able to get some good rest, maybe see her in Irvine, um, but hopefully definitely see her next year. Bobby Fink is out of the 400 free lame. He's having such a good meet. Why doesn't he just swim it? I know, especially in the current state of the 400 freestyle. Like it's not, I mean, it's never easy, but it's not like he wouldn't have a shot at making the team. I think that he, I forget what his opening split was, but his opening split in his 800 or in his 1500 was like something that's pretty competitive. <laughs> yeah. 351 in the, in the 1500. So. I don't know. I guess it's just he doesn't want to swim four events in Budapest and may as well not swim. Or sorry, three events. Um, he doesn't want to swim yeah. three events in Budapest. So yeah, I mean it's it's I feel like the four I am and four free are like very different events. And you know, it seems like he can kind of muscle his way through a 400 IM or or you know, swim it the way he wants it. But I think the 400 free is just a much different gear than the 800 and 1500 and I'd take the day of rest too, especially as the defending Olympic champion in the 800 free. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just rest up for that one, but I would love to see him throw down a 400 free. Maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll come to Irvine and join the David Johnston, Shane Casas 400 free bonanza. (laughs) That would be pretty exciting to see. I think, think he would have a good think would have a good shot at winning that one, but never know <laughs> that'd be pretty <laughs> awesome um all right well that is your day three finals uh wait what did you title it 
instant uh reactions. instant reactions yeah yes, that's that's your day three finals instant reactions uh stay tuned tomorrow for day four <laughs>